Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Garage. This is episode number 355, featuring Pedro Conti, director and founder of Flul Animation. He's also a producer and 3D artist and all-around amazing person. This is his return. Uh, it's been exactly 100 episodes since he has was first here. He was on episode 255, now it's 355. And uh, we're excited to have him back because he has done a really, really, really wonderful new short called Tamu Junto and I'm hope I know probably uh, butchering my Portuguese here but it is a which is a uh, Brazilian uh, uh, slang word or slang expression that means like we're all in the same boat or we're all in this together and uh, he basically produced a short uh, about COVID uh, and about what life in Brazil is like with with COVID uh, but it's in a really really great heart and a really really wonderful story and I absolutely loved it and I couldn't wait to to to, to talk to him about it and to see what he's gonna you know what he's able to tell us about it and it was just really great catching uh, catching up with Pedro because he is such a kind and sweet person I really really loved it Kristen what did you think of what did you think of first of all the short <laughs> and what did you think of the interview with uh, with Pedro it was great. Uh, I cried on the short. I'm sensitive soul. It was super <laughs> sweet. I cried throughout the whole thing. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it was, I don't know. It's like, it's so heartwarming and he does such a good job at capturing all the emotions. Um, and then he, the podcast, yeah, what about that? And just kind of, we hear about his life in Brazil during the pandemic. You know, he did the big move with his family to the big city to move a little um, more relaxed. Move out of the first. big city. Yeah. Move out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it just discusses kind of how the pandemic has also changed the industry. Mm -hmm. um, and you also touch about the Katy Perry music video and kind of how that came to be. That was such a great one as well. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's a great, Pedro is so nice. So it's yeah. just fun hearing him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I loved hearing about it, you know, and if it wasn't for, you know, talking to, to Pedro, I wouldn't have realized, for example, that the main, the main character in the, in the short is actually modeled after a friend of ours, uh, uh, Delcio, who we know from THU. And I was like, oh my God, it is Delcio. <laughs> so it's really kind of, kind of cool to have, uh, to have that in there. So Delcio, if you're listening to this, I hopefully, I don't know if you realize that you're, you're featured in animation form in this shorts, which is really, really cool. <laughs> uh, but I really loved, you know, catching up with Pedro and uh, doing this. And I, I think you know this is you know we're nearing the end of the year and i think we need some good heartwarming feelings to, to to have out there and knowing that you know even though this these are hard times for a lot of people and you know things were especially uh, tough in the big cities in 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 brazil especially in sao paulo so it's nice to pedro put this out there so let people know that you know hey we're gonna we're gonna get through this together and and mm -hmm. that's a really great attitude to have in this uh, in this time and i think Pedro is a wonderful person to tell that story. So thank you so much, Pedro, for this. And thank you for being part of this, part of the podcast again. And I can't wait to have you back when you do another great little short for us. Uh, not so little, but it's great. Anyway, Kristen, <laughs> we don't really have any big announcements. Obviously, it's now as we're towards the end of the year. So I think we just want to wish people, you know, a happy holidays and a happy new year. Uh, we will, uh, I think this is going to be the last episode we do this year, right? Because we're going to take yep. next week off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so last this will be the <laughs> this will be our last episode for 2020, uh, 2021 and uh, we will look forward to uh, seeing you guys or you know hearing from you guys in twenty twenty two. But uh, so, uh, Kristen, if people want to know more about the podcast, where can they go? 
You can go to facebook.com slash cggrodpodcast or chaos.com slash cggrodge. Or if you'd like to watch us, go to youtube.com slash chaosgrouptv. Perfect. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you have other ideas of things you want to hear, any goals or things you want to hear in 2022, let us know. Just email us, labs at chaosgroup.com. We would love to hear from you there. Uh, again, that's labs at chaosgroup.com. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It always helps promote our podcast and get people to notice us more, uh, which you can also just do directly and just let people know about us. <laughs> All right. With that being said, have a happy holidays and happy new year. And I hope to see you guys in 2022. Welcome to another CG Garage Where the chaos group talks You'll know it's over when the last bucket drops We're gonna fire off rays In high dynamic range We know that ambient occlusion is passe Global illumination won't lead you astray and while image-based lighting is really swell, you need to make sure everything has for now. How you been? Yeah, it's all good, man. It's it's been uh, yeah, I a lot going on, you know. I I moved to another city during the pandemic, you know. Where did you move? I I, I was in São Paulo, which is you know for uh, it's a big city. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, when uh, with the COVID thing, you know, we, we we were a little, you know, we stay a while there, like for six months during the pandemic, you know, but with the baby, you know, and a small apartment, we were getting a little, we didn't have an, even the sun coming through our place and we were just getting really depressed. So we, we just come to came to the south of Brazil. Uh-huh. It's a city called Florianópolis. So now we are in a, in a bigger house, you know, and. We have like a backyard and we are, we have a beach uh, like one minute away from here. So awesome. 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 Well, that's great. That's great. So how far is that from Sao Paulo? Man, it's like 12 hours, right? It's pretty far. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brazil's a huge country. <laughs> uh, yeah. We initially came for a month. You mm-hmm. know, we, we, we just, we'll just come to have, have a little break, you know, and you know, but mm-hmm. then we we are already a year and a half here. We we st- extended from one month to two, and then to three and six and right. So yeah, yeah. Now, it's, now because it now you have to forgive me my knowledge of of of, of Brazil, but sa- southern Brazil is the colder part of Brazil, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably still pretty tropical, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> overall it's like pretty pretty warm, you know. Here yeah. the the only thing is like it rains a lot, you know. So mm-hmm. like I would say eighty percent of the time it's raining. Yeah. But then when you when it's not raining, then you forget about it because it's really beautiful, you know. So uh, yeah, and even you know for me that is used to stay on the computer working, then I can just have a break and go for a walk in the beaches a minute away and it's really it's really inspiring also to see the life you know animals and things like that right 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 well that's awesome that's really cool well i'm 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 very very you know i'm very excited that you're 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 there and you're taking care of your family and it sounds like you're in a good place uh and i want to talk a little bit about that but obviously the pandemic was a big thing for you guys and that's what uh, drove this decision for you to move uh 
is it does it really are you working from home most of the time anyway right so did yeah. that really make any difference for you to move or not really no uh i think for uh, for us was was more because you know with the pandemic we were stuck in in the apartment and, and we used to live in a big avenue there and you know and and in brazil like Although we had restrictions, those restrictions well, doesn't work here, you know. So people was just like having a normal life, like there is nothing happening, you know. And and me and my wife, we were pretty scared, you know. And so we were just like, we just decided to come here because, you know, we would have like more freedom and, and don't, you know, freak out just by going downstairs to pick some, you know, something from the market or things like that, you know. Right. And here, you know, it's it's mostly like, you know, it's mostly like uh, trees and, and it's uh, very uh, close to the nature and not much people around. Right. So at least we don't, don't have to stay on that zone that we are freaking out all the time and thinking about. Yeah. The chaos of the pandemic at the time, you know. So we have a little space for for brief and, and uh, well, but work, uh, work work wise was you know, it didn't change much, you know, because I was already working remotely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's great. Well, I think it sounds like you. It's definitely uh, put you in a much more comfortable spot. I can imagine being in São Paulo during a pandemic is probably scary yeah. <laughs> for sure uh yeah. and obviously that was on your mind because i do want to talk about your your short and what that meant and how that works so uh tell us tell us a little bit about the idea behind the the short you created because it's absolutely gorgeous as as mm. i would expect from you and really sweet uh but tell us a little bit about that how yeah. did it, what, what was the idea behind it yeah you know back back in the day when i i had the the idea for the short, you know, I was still in Sao Paulo, you yeah. know, and we were on those, you know, the first six months of the pandemic, you know, we were like watching all the news and following everything and trying to know what to try to predict what would happen, you know, and me and my wife was getting really scared, you know, because, you know, sometime before the pandemic, I uh, went through some hard time with my father passing. So we were really, you know, desperate, you know, because that could happen to someone close to us or even or either us, you know. So it got to a point that, you know, like just following the news of Brazil and the whole world, but especially Brazil, we were getting really exhausted, you know, and and and, and I remember like, this sense of not having any perspective, you know, or or you just watch the, the news and there's always something really terrible happening was was making us really desperate, you know. And then one day, you know, I I got a like a call from uh, a neighbor that lives really close to me, and then he he said, Oh my my son is going there that he's bringing something for you, you know. And then it was weird because we we didn't see many people, you know, because of the pandemic. And he just knocked on the door and he bring like some food, some some bread that 
they just prepared and they want to give us as a gift, you know, because they prepared. And for me, in that scenario, that situation with the pandemic and, and being really scared, that for me was really, oh man, it has so much value, those things, you know, and and that, that was something really inspiring, like, you know, little, little things of life that it's uh, really precious, you know. So I think that that was the main source of inspiration, you know, like how we could get a situation that is just chaos and how you can see little beautiful things, you know, that can kind of make, put a smile on your face and, and, you know, so I think that sense of like, try to, to stay kind of positive in a situation that is pushing us down, you know, was, you know, I think also the, the, the film was a way to keep me and keep everyone involved in, in okay, what, what we can do in order to bring a positive message in all of those things happening, you know? So I think that was like what I can do as an artist, you know, uh, that, that was the, yeah, well, I think you've, you've, you've done that before, where you basically take a really tragic or horrible situation and you try to find, you know, the, the, the flower in the concrete, you know, like that, the, 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 the thing that, that inspires people and, and, and heart. I think it's a really good way of you to, to, to deal emotionally speaking um, with those situations and try to find that positive uh, message that goes through. I, I thought it was wonderful. I had all of your sensibilities as well. Uh, I think it's great also that you were able to bring that to your team and say, hey, let's work on something positive out of this and not necessarily pretend that the issue isn't there because you're obviously dealing with it, you know, in the yeah. story, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a, that's a really great thing. Um, I know, for example, um, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gary Yost, who's originally created 3ds Max, <laughs> oh. right? So he made a VR short about understanding what the coronavirus means, you know, and understanding mm -hmm. what it does. And I think that was a really great, inspiring thing. I think that using the using the creative tools that we have to be able to express yourself in that way is really true. Do you think that your team was? found value in it did it help them through the pandemic to work on something like this yeah yeah uh, did you know the way i i'm producing here in brazil it's it's more like more like getting together some friends that want to do something it's not like a, a team that i have or a structure sure. that i have but it's more like okay let's let's just you know because we we are trying you know chris to do things you know we kind of don't have the resources or things that the way we want to do, but we just get together and, and, but we have like, for example, like one of the animators, for example, uh, Derek, uh, Derek Hicks, he's, um, he went through that process with his father-in-law that he ended up passing away with the, the, the COVID, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it was very dramatic during, during the, you know, the way that we were producing. We, we were like moving very slowly with the film because, you know, everyone was really exhausted. But 
you know, I feel somehow for each person in the production, the film had a had something special, you know, because sure. it's a way of, you know, it's it's the magic of art, you know, you, you can put something out of yourself and 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 try to bring something, you know, express somehow, you know, I, I think for each person was a different situation, but everyone was really connected to the project, you know, especially because it was a project that, you know, everyone that joined the, the project, they wanted to do it, you know, so somehow it felt like, uh, felt like made sense for, for the, the artists that were involved, you know, and, and either like we, we, we had the opportunity to collaborate, for example, with the the voice from the main character. It's from a big rapper here, here in Brazil. Okay. So it was something that we weren't expecting. He, his name is Criolo. But, you know, I, it's that situation that you know someone that knows someone that knows the guy, you know. And the, the project was kind of like it started really small and, you know, people was hurting about the project and they wanted to get involved and got to this guy. And he also had some personal things that he, he kind of the project made sense for him. So I really believe that was something, you know, in, in the middle of the kills was something really beautiful to see because, you know, of a lot of people, especially in Brazil, didn't care about the, the, the pandemic. They weren't taking care of themselves. But somehow this small group was like the Brazil that I expect how the country would be, you know. So it was really beautiful little production. That's awesome. That's wonderful. And I know how much you love uh, your Brazilian rap, which I was introduced to from you. And it's very different than I thought it was going to sound like. And it, But it's really quite Oh, Brazilians know their music, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was really fantastic. So, did did uh, how did you connect with him? Like, what was that? What was like? Did you just find someone who knew someone, or was it like a, like how was it to introduce yourself to him? Uh, the the project was pretty much done. I, I, I was talking uh, to another uh, rapper. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, it's called MC. The he's uh, a guy I met uh, a few years ago, but he was really busy, you know. He was, you know, he was working a lot, and then we were trying to find someone to do the voice. But uh, I finished the short, you know. I, I keep moving with the short because the character would have masks. I wasn't too much worried about like lip sync and stuff like that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was an, it's an advantage. It's true. I didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like the short was done and, and I moved here to, to Florianopolis, which is really far from Sao Paulo. And then I, there's one guy that lives here that is a neighbor that I met and he's a surfer and a really cool guy that is really connected to the nature and things like that, you know. And then, yeah, uh, it's been a year and a half that I'm here. So, yeah, I met him and I, we ended up talking and I told him I do this kind of animation. And then, like, a few months ago, he told me, hey, man, I, I know a guy that works with that 
that kind of stuff that you do. His name is Sisma. And it's a guy that I'm, I follow I follow his work for 15 years, you know? Right. I was like, really? You know Sisma? He's a live action director. And, and he was telling me about Sisma, that he's a cool guy and, and, and things like that, you know? And since last year that I, I, I worked on a Katy Perry music video, oh, right. I, was in, I was in touch with another friend that we wanted to do something uh something inspiring too but with the music field you know mm -hmm. it, it, it's a funny story so those guys uh invited me to to do some uh virtual production work okay and i was like okay cool but i never did that i know a guy that does virtual production that is sisma so if i would do that i would have to call sisma and then mm -hmm. i i i got in touch with sisma Mm -hmm. Hey, Sisma, you know, I, 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 so we, I connected with Sisma and then he invited me to do another work that is COVID related, you know, a commercial work. Right. And then I showed him like my short, I'm doing something too, you know? And then he was like, man, it looks cool. You have to post it fast, you know? And what, and he asked me, what, what is missing here for you to post? Then I told I just need the voices, you know, I'm trying to find someone to do the voices. And he told, yeah, can I show that for a friend? I said, yeah, of course. And then this friend was Criolo, which is the rapper. You know? Right. So it was like a funny coincidence coming here to really far and met someone that knows someone. Right. And so that's awesome. So was very kind of things were flowing, you know, to be this way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's great. I love it when those kind of things happen. You know, you never know. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the characters in these in this short, because I think what's really beautiful about it is that there are people that are connected that you don't think of would be connected, right? You yeah. know, a, a, a young man and an old woman, right? And they're, they're not, now I don't, uh, I don't uh, uh, speak Portuguese, obviously, but they're not related, right? She, he's just helping her out, right? He's like a neighbor, right? Yeah. Or he works at the store. So what was the inspiration for those people? Like, how how did you say, you know, what was the inspiration for each of those people? Uh, I, uh, I think the main inspiration for that character was actually Delcio. You know Delcio Gomes? No. The, the the yeah it's a it's a guy that used to go to thu oh delcio yes yeah, yes of yeah, course yeah. oh he does look like delcio <laughs> yeah yeah kind of a big guy <laughs> yeah, yeah he's a big yeah he's like a big bear you know he's just gonna hug yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so delcio was the main uh inspiration for the you know the personality yes and, yeah and, and i have a couple of friends too you know and, and uh on the design side, you know, I, I talked to Fernando, Fernando Pequet, that's yeah. a designer. So Fernando did explore some, some character designs, and I, I, I keep moving with the designs in 3D too. Yeah. But, and the old lady, you know, it's the, the way uh, I grew up here in Brazil, you know, like my mother used to work a lot, you know, so she would leave like really early in the morning, like, 6 a.m. and would get back like 9.30, almost 10, you know, every day. Wow. So on the street I was living, you know, I 
I would spend a lot of time on the streets, you know, like with friends, just playing soccer. And I had a lot of kind of second mothers, you know, that it, I would stay a lot of time in their places, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think the inspiration for for the for the the old lady was kind of those other mothers that sometimes we have in life and 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 that community you know that happens a lot in Brazil. I don't know like how it's in other countries, but Brazil is a place that because of the you know everyone is struggle somehow here in Brazil because of you know like just the country you know mm -hmm. so there's this thing of everyone is trying to help each other you know and which is really really beautiful too about the country you know so i think those were the main uh, yeah that's gotta be hard it's gotta be hard in a pandemic where everyone is supposed to be isolating themselves from other people and brazil is a place where people get together so it's kind of yeah. hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can imagine the challenge that that was. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, so how, how, let's talk a little bit. How about how, how, how long did it take you to do this short and what, you know, where, where that went from there? Uh, I think the short initially was a 40 seconds film mm -hmm. that ended up to have like almost six minutes in total, <laughs> you know? So, well, <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it was supposed to be like three, three, three months little ride, you know, and we ended up working for a year and, and a half, something like that. But, you know, we we had a lot of breaks, you know, I was working full time, you know, at some point. And, and you know, the other guys, the animation supervisor, Marcy, was working full time, too. So we were just going in our own pace. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point that I thought I would never finish, you know, because I was getting more and more busy. And I was like, man, if I don't finish the film, then I will never do another one because people will not, you know, they will not want to work with me again. Sure. So I really had to take a decision, you know, of, okay, I'm going to stop working and going to finish the film, you know. So in July, I... I finished a contract that I that I had, and it was tough for me, you know, because I had some really cool opportunities, you know, with Netflix and things like that. And I was like, no, man, I'm gonna finish my film, you know. Okay. And and then you know, uh, but overall, it was a year year and a half, but I would say like six months, something like that, is what we really worked, you know. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's. I think it's great. I think it's great you you finished it. It's it would always bother you if you never finished it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and you know, the, I think your friend was right. He was like, "You got to get this out now. It's, this is important for people who are still dealing with the pandemic, and it's just gonna feel, it's gonna make them feel good." And I think that's absolutely true. Uh, well, that's great. And I think I you know you probably got some good sponsors to, to help. If there are any sponsors you want to uh, you know think about talking about. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it was was cool. Uh, the, yeah, we've been collaborating with you guys, Kids yeah. Group, for a while, and the Rebels Farm too. You know, because you know, I always like render power. It's a big thing, you know, especially talking about those kind of visuals. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, we we had we were really happy to to have you guys to support us on the film. You know, that was the big thing. You know, other than that, we were just like 
financing the film ourselves. And, right. And, but it was really important, you know, because rendering is something that either you, you have the power or not, you know. <laughs> yep. It's a big, big... So thank, I'm really grateful, Chris, for... Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, of course, we're going to support you because you've always done great things. And I think what you do is very specifically uh, about community. And I think that's really great to be able to showcase these things. I mean, I've always remembered all the great work you've done from, you know, all, all, all way, way, way back. But it's always been really nice to, to, to see that. So I can't wait to, uh, uh, to see what you do next. But I do want to know a little bit also about like the Katy Perry thing, because I don't think we talked about the Katy Perry video yeah, uh, and that's true. Uh, since our last podcast, so how did how did that happen? Because that's really great too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was well, something. Yeah, it's stuff that you never imagine, you know. Uh, uh, especially like here in Brazil, you know, we, we we are not on the 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 spot, you know, where things are happening and the productions are happening. Right. But I I feel you know slowly we are trying to do something that is. You know, every opportunity that we have to produce, we try to do it really special. So, you know, someone will notice. We hope someone will notice. Yep. And, and you know, one day, like, uh, I've been working with Nathan Love, which is uh, a New York-based studio for maybe 10 years that we collaborate. And, and Joe, which is the, the studio owner, uh, he told me, hey, man, I, I, I might get a project, a music video. He saw the, the In My Heart music video that oh, right. yeah, yeah. we did and he got really excited and inspired by the, the, the music video and and then he got this opportunity like we might get a Katy Perry music video to do and then he just told me yeah, we, we want to co-produce with you guys you know. Wow. And that was, was he told me like in a Thursday and then on Friday, like, okay, we are doing this. And we started working right away, you know, wow. like in the next day. So we, we produced a music video in six weeks. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That must have been, that is a lot of work, man. Yeah, it was a lot of work. It was like 18, char 18 characters, like six sets and it was really intense, you know. Wow. And, you know, and, and considering all the approvals and things, but somehow, you know, we are, because, you know, like, we are kind of finding our way to produce things too, you know, because uh, before I was producing without knowing, like, what we were doing, and then I got a little of experience working in the US and, and learning a more, like, the, the workflows and things like that. And now, you know, I, I'm kind of trying to connect, you know, how like we can produce because, you know, like in Brazil, it's always like, or either you don't do it or you either find a way to do it because the resources are very like limited here. So uh, the way I'm producing is always trying to find shortcuts, you know, in order to get to the final result, you know, but it's make it doable with the resources that, that we have, you know. So we we have a, yeah, it was short time, but was a way to kind of test the workflow that we are doing here, you know. Of course, was was really insane, you know. 
but uh, but it was a good test, you know, to see like how the workflow is working. What was amazing, man, what was um, Matthew Cooling, which is a, a, a film director, he was directing, and Joe from Nathan Love was directing too. Right. And we we were producing uh, in collaboration with them, and also Little Zoo, which is animation studio in the West, was doing the animation work. So it was kind of like um, kind of a lot of people involved, but we were, you know, designing and putting everything together, doing some art direction and and, and, and right. things like that, you know. But was was a big thing because if you consider like. We are not like a production, a big production company. We are just like a group of artists that we want to do things regardless, you know. Yep. So it's kind of it's kind of funny to think, you know, that somehow someone Katy Perry knows someone that knows someone that will call someone in Brazil that can do something that uh, they might like it, you know. So somehow it's. Uh, it's something that makes me really happy, you know, just to kind of, uh, you know, this power of being really far, but somehow be present in, in productions like that. Or, or For sure. I mean, I think this is something I remember, you know, your talk at THU several years ago where, you know, you you had moved, you, you started working at Disney and, uh, and, and, and you, you and Victor, you know, and, and you both had this problem where it's like you were missing Brazil, and you were trying to see how how it was going to work if you could, you know, work there. And it, I, I never, I never felt more homesick hearing your talk. And I was crying when you were talking about, you know, how how it was hard. Like you got you got a dream job at, to be an animator at Disney, and you still like how do they make it work? It was a very emotional thing, and i find it really wonderful to hear the stories that you say where you basically say here look it's working you know i'm doing what i need to do and i've got the connections and being in brazil is not necessarily uh a, a problem <laughs> right yeah mm -hmm. what do, what what are some of the things that you know that you've that you've discovered uh you know working the way you have since then that, like that have sort of been special obviously you get great jobs like doing animations for Katy Perry videos. <laughs> what yeah. are some of the other things you've discovered that you didn't know were possible? Uh, well, I, I think for me, you know, especially from since last time that we talked, you know, and, you know, this, this sense of, you know, cause I, I've been always, I, I started uh, as an artist, you know, doing the treaty or modeling and things like that, you know, and just being having this experience, you know, and leaving the U.S. and 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 also like, you know, not not only only me, but I think everyone that wants to break through the industry, and especially in the U.S. or or Canada, you know, sometimes the journey is it's a really it's really long. I'm sure for you guys in the U.S. it's it's, it's a tough ride too, you know. Uh, and I can say just for for my 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 road, you know, for my story, you know. But I feel like this this kind of experience, just studying and then going there, I I, I started to look inside and see things that I wanted to say to you, you know. So uh, that that's where 
when I started writing things, you know, and, and got more inspired to, to try to do stuff that I want to say, you know, and for me, that was the big, the big thing, you know, I, I've been working a lot for, for the, the studios, you know, doing visual development work, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like I, I kind of have this call, you know, that I, I, I have to do more stories and write more, you know, so I, I think for me, you know, there's something pushing me towards that direction. And, and that short film was was something that, um, you know, like just the feedback I had is something that I, I feel it's possible, you know, but it, it's like a door you have to open and, and go, you know, and I'm starting to open this door and, 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 and go through that, you know. So I think it's something that is... Um, it feels it's possible, you know. I don't know how, and you know, because there are so many layers on on the executive side and, and, and things that I really have no idea. But it feels like, um, you know, a good uh, a, a good starting point, you know, for me to to keep evolving. So yeah, I definitely think that's something that you you can do now much more than you could if you were working as an animator at Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, then it, so what, what is, where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Do you want to make it a feature? Man, uh, you know, I, I, what I'm really excited to do, you know, especially on this, I, I'm feeling more and more, um, I'm feeling more and more excited excited about the, the Brazilian culture, you know, and, and share those things, you know, because it's, you know, that besides all the struggles that we, we live here, there, there is something really beautiful, you know, and, and I feel if, if I just managed to do a, a short film, you know, trying to put all the pieces that I have in my mind, you know, I would be more than happy, you know, at the moment, you know. So uh, that that's uh, my goal is maybe try to produce, because this short film I released, mm-hmm. it's like a beta test, you know, because all the, the situations w- w- weren't great for making it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping like, in the next years, try to find a, a, a better way to produce a short film and try to go th- through festivals and have it, all the artists that I believe that can do a piece really, really special, you know. So I think that will be my goal, you know, for because the feature is it's it's a big thing, you know, I, for me, it's like a really far reality. I don't know, Pedro. I think you've come so far so quickly in a lot of things you've done. I think you're you're underestimating how much you can do. Uh, you know, you did that Katy Perry thing in six weeks, so <laughs> I think that's. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I think doing shorts are a great idea. I think. I think you've always had a. Obviously, you've always had a very big passion for your Brazilian culture and the Brazilian things you do, and you know, uh, you want to pre you. You've always, I think you've wanted to tell people stories that you think that they may not know about Brazil, right? Yeah. Outside exactly. of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like, for example, you know, when you introduced me to Brazilian rap, that was not what I thought I was going to hear, right? And it yeah. was, it was, it was, 
fantastic music. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And so uh, I think that that's something that uh, would be great to learn from you. I think you have a lot to teach people. You also think, I think you have a lot to teach people in terms of not being afraid to take some risks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. Well, uh, yeah, it's been a bit crazy, man. It, it's, you know, like, like for me, I, I see as, you know, sometimes just looking back, you know, and, and seeing like, uh, just like the possibilities I have now and considering like where I started, it makes me really excited, you know, Chris, because, you know, feels like the hardest work was done, you know, right. and because, you know, it's just like breakthrough all the, 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 you know, all the cultural issues that the country has, you know, and all the, you know, situations that me, my family and my friends used to live. And, and now it's like, man, I'm in a comfortable position where I can, you know, I have work, you know, I, I can definitely have more time and, and, and take decisions, you know, like not based on, okay, I, I, I need to survive, you know, because before it was like more like a surviving thing, like, and now it's more like, man, I'm in a comfortable position uh, today and, and, and I can spend more time in think and plan things more, you know, I feel like. Right. Yeah. I think, I, you know, we're all, we're all, I think the whole world has been dealing with some difficult uh, situations culturally in each country. Um, yeah. And uh, it's familiar here too, obviously for a lot of reasons, but um I think this is really cool because I think that being able to say, hey, look at this beautiful thing that's happening in Brazil and you may not know about this because you're hearing all this other news, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think finding a way to talk about that would be really great uh, for sure. Um, now, OK, I want to I want to sort of say, you know, like obviously you, you in the beginning, you were telling us a little bit about, you know, how COVID affected you and now you've moved away. And, you know, obviously you created that short, which is you know, that came to, to be because of what's going on with COVID. I, I thought it was hilarious. It's like we used masks so we didn't have to use lip sync. That's hilarious. It's of course, I didn't even think about it. Um, but I do want to know like how, you know, if you think these changes that have happened in your life, you know, you probably wouldn't have done these changes in your life if it wasn't because of the pandemic. Do you feel that you're going to go back to, a different life or do you think that this is going to be a new life and it's going to change everything you're doing dude i i, I think it changed everything man yeah because you know we, we we were we were talking about coming here maybe since 2017 because okay. that, that there's a friend living uh that used to live here and we came for uh, vacations and we saw where he was living. It's like, oh man, it's so cool, right? And then with the pandemic, you know, he since we came here, I I talked uh, about 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 coming here for this friend. Like, man, I want to go there maybe someday. And he was like all the time, man, you should come. And then during the pandemic, he told me there is one house here. It's like either you take it or you not find this a place like this again. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, let's give it a try, you know, and, and for us, you know, especially on the lifestyle, it's very different from Sao Paulo because 
you know, just being close to to the nature and, and also like, you know, in Sao Paulo, it's like people are very aggressive, you know, because it's a big, a big city and yeah. there's a lot of violence going on there, you know, so you never know, like, especially now with the pandemic, you know, because mm -hmm. like, you know, a lot of people doesn't have work, so the crime is, is 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 a lot bigger. You know, a lot of more people living on the streets. You know, and so and here it's like everyone is more chill. You know, the the city is not doesn't have that much of contrast. You know, as São Paulo. You know, so so for us, you know, going back to São Paulo is really weird because. Right. We find we can see ourselves by 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 looking to other people, you know, because sometimes you just go to talk to someone or buy something like everyone's rushing. Everyone's like really stressed out, you know, and here is like everyone is really chill, you know, so and, and for us, we. We've been, we we have a little apartment there in Sao Paulo that is just closed and we came here in a rain, ranching place, you know? Mm -hmm. And we are paying like the rent, but like we are men, maybe we should go back so we don't pay any rent. But somehow we are like, okay, let's stay here, you know? So we are now in that situation that, you know, we are spending some money here to be here, right. but we don't want to go back. So we have to take a decision. We are on this moment that we just don't know what to do, you know, because we don't want to live here. Right. So for, for sure, it's a place that forever change our, our, our lifestyle, you know. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I think that these are things I think that there, I think there's certain parts of the, of the world that have changed uh, because of this pandemic for the better. And I think that's some of the thing that you expressed in your short, obviously people, while people were very aggressive, et cetera, et cetera, there's also people that were incredibly kind, right? That, yeah. that came out of it. And then you obviously, it's like, hey, I did something that I never, that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> and now is the time to do it. Why not do it now? Why wait, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's great. Um, I also think, you know, in general, like um, there are people out there who do have found you know, the, one of the big things that I'm discovering, especially in the United States, I don't know if it's the same in Brazil, but there's a lot of people quitting their jobs and they realize that they had bad jobs and yeah. they're, they're doing that. So uh, that's why I think this is a very interesting thing to do that. But I also think, you know, in general, like you knew that you could work from anywhere, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's really been helpful as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how are you? How is you know how is work for you now? Like just basically, are you you're pretty busy still at this time. Uh yeah yeah uh, I was really busy this year you know and it was it, it got to a point that you know I I was working all the time and so it was a moment where I had to take the decisions of my life you know when I when I wanted to finish the the film. It was something that I was getting like maybe three, four jobs every day. Like, hey, we want to do some because I do a lot of modeling work, you know. So everyone was uh, needing like uh, modeling and looked at work, you know. So Got I it. was getting a lot of emails, you know. I was like, man, I have to take the decision of uh, finishing the short, you know. So 
I, I so I, I had like some three months that I was more chill during the the short film, but then you know I I got a little a little uh, it was a a little commercial here for for Brazil, but it was a big thing because it's a big client you know like you know those big brands and a lot of people approving, so it was a bit intense the last two months you know, uh, but. Yeah, it's it's been. Uh, I'm trying just to take, have more time, you know, as a decision, sure. you know. But overall, I, it feels like the market, you know. There's a lot going on. Everyone is busy, you know. All, all my friends also starting working for for other countries, Brazilian friends, which is great too. Mm -hmm. So it looks like the market, the animation market, market at least is is really really busy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely noticing that I saw a lot of that on uh, on the news, right? Like a lot of people are are getting there's the visual effects work is it's it's everyone's trying to hire someone. There's so much yeah, content yeah. out there, you yeah. know, the Netflix and HBO Max and it's not just the movie theater anymore, yeah. it's everything. So I think there's a lot of stuff going on. Is there anything that you've noticed in terms of like the kind of work that that's out there that's interesting, that's that's different for you? Things that you haven't done before, like like streaming stuff. Oh yeah, uh, for, what I think is really interesting because uh, before the big the big studios, big productions, they used to hire in-house artists, you know, and now they are kind of open for people to work remotely, and, and that's really exciting, you know, because especially for me, you know, for I thought for working a big production, I, I would have to. To be in the studio, you know. Right. And and right now everyone is kind of being more flexible with that, you know. And, and the the streaming, uh, it's really exciting, you know. Just to sure. Be able to but I think again, okay, this is interesting. Again, you know, the 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 pandemic changed that, right? The studios had to, they 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 obviously wanted everyone to work in the studio, but they had to make them work from home because I had no choice, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what if what it would have been like for you if Disney had hired you but let you stay and live in Brazil at the same time. Do you think it what do you think would have how do you think that would have been? <laughs> yeah, I, I you, you know, I I think I I I really for me I feel it's difficult for me to do like same task all the time honestly right. you know i'm really you know i love to design things and do modeling and do lighting and write and and i i kind of you know because of the the fact that i went to the us and then right after you know the film i was fired you know i was trying to understand you know like how you know do i have to fit the studio and or can I do things the way I believe I can do? And Ron, the Ron Artis, yeah, was was a guy that was really inspiring for me because, you know, he he sings, he plays the guitar, he plays the he does everything, he writes, you know. Mm -hmm. And Ron is an inspiration for me because, you know, usually in the industry, you know, although you can work as a generalist, but overall you. You kind of have to do like part of the project, you know, like you just do the models or you do the, the texture. 
Yep. And and coming back to Brazil and and producing little things, I I, I started to get more uh, comfortable, you know, with the fact that I could do more than one task, you know, and either explore myself in 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 in, in writing and directing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think things unfolds the way it should unfold, you know. So I'm really happy that. Uh, you know, I had this opportunity just to follow where life was bringing me. So I would, you know, it's it's always a big dream to collaborate with Disney and, and all those big studios, you know. But I think going deep in yourself and finding your voice is something that is really, really interesting for me, you know, because... At the same time, I don't think you would have done it if you hadn't gone to Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely was was something really important for me to right to go there and and, and see how things works there and all those things, you know. And and, and you know, it, it was a life changing experience for me. Sure. You know? it was a life changing experience because uh, here in Brazil, like I said, we have a lot of limitations on. on on the industry and and I will never see how an animation studio works if I wouldn't be there, you know. So that that is the 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 life change life changing experience for for people that is out of the US and Sure. Sure. That's awesome. Have you talked to Victor recently? Yeah. How's he doing? Yeah, yeah Victor is is we talk a lot, you know, all the time because we are big bros. <laughs> yeah. And he's working for Netflix. It's been oh, a wow. while. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, doing like visual development there. And uh, Fernando Pequis, the guy that I directed in my yeah. heart, too, he's working for Net. It looks like Netflix is. is they're hiring, hiring everyone. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they're buying studios too, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 exciting, man. I think it's a it's a exciting time for animation because you know, sure. Like what what it's being produced now, we will see the results. Of course, we are seeing the results, but maybe in two years, three years, we'll see, you know, really crazy stuff. You know, especially now also with the NFTs and how that could influence the the all the dynamic of producing. Uh, yep. Street art. It's it's really exciting. I am I am very I am very very uh, uh, interested in how all of that's going to change our 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 market completely. I've been going through a lot of that, which is very interesting, very interesting. All right, listen. I, I don't want to. Uh, we're getting close to the amount of time, so I want to make sure people know a little bit uh, about the short and where they can find it. So, what is the name of the short in in Portuguese? What is it called? Uh, the the short is uh, Tamo Junto. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 in Portuguese estamos juntos that that's mean like we we are on the same boat, you know. It's an expression that kind of feels like we are on the same boat. We are in this together, you know. Got it. Yep. Yeah, which is great. And I think it's yeah. really wonderful to have, you know, like I said, those two characters that you don't think would be on the same boat are on the same boat together. Yeah. So, it's really cool. So, we'll make sure to have a a, a link uh to it in the uh uh in the, po- in the podcast page so people can can check it out uh, and definitely look at it. 
it's really it's a really great thing. And how did you get the the music and all of that done for it too? Did you get that done from some friends as well? Uh, yeah, the the music was done by uh, there is a, a a music producer that I, I follow for a while. Uh huh. And you know I've been talking to him. You know he's a very uh, friendly person you know and and i reached him out his, his name is felipe vasão mm-hmm. he and i reached him out and he was like man i'm not working i'm taking a break because i just need some time you know off and he told me like just talk with my my you know my partners at the studio here he runs a, a advertisement studio here in brazil mm-hmm. so i send like some shots you know from the film, but before, uh, yeah, so they, they, this studio is called Loud. So this studio they produce, they did a really great work, you know, but before this, um, this studio joined the project, Ron did the first version of the music, Ron Artist. Oh, really? So the thing was, uh, he did a 30 seconds uh, music, but then the, we expanded the film you know, and I couldn't use his music because uh, the the film got really longer and, and he was busy, you know. Right. So, so I, and also the film initially wasn't supposed to be like a really Brazilian thing, you know, but kind of the film was taking that uh, direction, you know, to sure. be more cultural, uh, str- stronger culturally, you know. Mm-hmm. So I ended up talking to those those guys that they have a big influence from the Brazilian music and they produce for 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 me like the the, the, soundtrack. the, the, the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. That's awesome. 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 Well listen, uh this has been this has been great. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you know you doing the short, and the minute I saw it, I was like, "We got to get Pedro back on. We got to get him to talk about it." Uh, so it's really cool that you're able to to do that and share that with us, and uh, you know, give my best to your family, of course, <laughs> and tell say tell Victor I say hi when you see him. And yeah. uh, I, you know, I was talking to Delcio like a couple months ago, so I did. I, I have to tell him, I was like, "Hey, I didn't know you were the inspiration to Pedro's yeah. short." <laughs> so it's really cool. It's yeah. really cool. And hopefully we'll be able to get connect again at some some THU event because that would be really amazing to see that again. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully, yeah. Just can't wait just to get you know get life back to normal. I, I'm really excited to go to LA too. You know, I was planning to go, but then COVID hit. You know, and because right. you know our, our experience in LA was really great. You know, me and my wife we really love it, and mm-hmm. we kind of have like those kind of homesick as well really somehow la it's we lived there for for some time and we kind of miss a lot of things there you know so yeah really hope to go to la at some point so all right that sounds great all right pedro have a good one thank you so much thank you so much chris